0: today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. We open up the mailbag once again. Could Bobby Ryan possibly come back to the Anaheim Ducks? Uh don't count on it. All of this and more on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is episode number 201 officially. But welcome everyone to Locked On Anaheim Ducks presented by Built Bar and Built Go. I'm your host Jason JD Hernandez. And we're going to open up the mailbag once again on a Friday. But first, make sure to listen to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at L O underscore ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. Make sure to subscribe if you have not already because we've got some special programming coming up in advance of the NHL draft, which is taking place on Tuesday. We will have an extra show tomorrow, Saturday. We're going to have a part of our roundtable discussion. We did a little mock draft over the week, and the first part of that is going to be brought to you on Saturday. And the second part of that will be brought to you Monday morning. We're going to have a lot of shows this coming week with the draft and all this stuff. So make sure you're definitely tuned into that. So this is going to be a somewhat short episode with it being Friday and on Thursday evening. There was some pretty major news that went out. So I actually didn't record on Thursday night. I was just glued to the TV for multiple reasons. Well, first off, me being a SoCal guy, you know, the Dodgers advancing in the NL, I guess, wild card. We'll talk about that in a bit. But first, let's get to some questions. And this first question is going to take up the whole first segment because I think it's pretty pertinent to what's going on in the hockey world. And this is a, I actually got this question twice over the course of the past week. So uh, once way early when it first happened, and once again, which simply asks, is there any chance of Bobby Ryan possibly coming back to the Anaheim Ducks after being bought out by the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, this is a pretty big question all around. Uh, Bobby Ryan was bought out by the Sens last week, so he will no longer be playing in Ottawa. This after receiving the Masterton Award for Perseverance for coming back, and this is after he had some alcoholism issues. He checked himself in, and it was a big deal for him to come back. It was also big for him to take some drills at Honda Center, and he has very fond memories of the Ducks. He loves you know, Corey Perry, obviously. Ryan Getzloff and him are still friends. They still text fairly often. So, on a personal level, it would mean a lot for Bobby Ryan to come back. Just some brief history on Bobby Ryan. Uh, fantastic goal scorer for the Anaheim Ducks all the way back to 2007, 2008, long time ago. He was the number two overall pick for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks back in 2005, back when they were known as the Mighty Ducks. When he came up, they became the Ducks, of course, and he was just on another level. He won several awards his first few years in the National Hockey League. But one of my favorite moments of Bobby Ryan, and this one I appreciated when I first saw it, was when he completely undressed David Legwand. ...from the Nashville Predators and scored on Pecorine in the Stanley Cup playoffs in 2011. That goal was freaking nuts. Probably one of the best moments in Ducks history and one that blew the roof off of the Ponda. Uh, There's also the uh, shootout goal against Detroit as another great moment. So there's several of them. And Bobby Ryan played well with Getzloff and Perry. I mean, one puck wasn't enough for all of those guys. For all of that talent that they had on those Ducks teams... One puck wasn't enough. You had Corey Perry scoring like crazy. You had Bobby Ryan scoring like crazy. Ryan Getzloff was more of the playmaker in that front six. And rightfully so, I mean, Getzloff is a fantastic goal scorer. Don't get me wrong. But he's always been more of a natural playmaker. And it showed with those division titles back last decade. So to answer the question finally... Does Bobby Ryan have any chance of coming back? Well, there's a couple things going on against that. First, there is the flat cap. Don't forget that because of COVID, there is a flat cap this year. And there are some teams that are reluctant to make any moves. The other thing to keep in mind there is an expansion draft coming up in a year. So the Ducks have to think about protecting certain guys and letting certain guys go. Bobby Ryan is still going to garner at least a million and a half, two million. The Ducks could probably afford him, but they've got a lot of expensive contracts that are going to be up after next year. Michael Dilzato is pretty much gone, but that was not an expensive contract. They have other, I guess, higher price contracts, you know, Denton Heinen being one of those higher price contracts. I hate to say it, but I don't know how well that's going to go over. And then you have, who else do you have as far as big contracts? Oh, yeah, you have Ryan Kessler, but that's long term. Injury reserve, so that one really doesn't count now, does it? Uh Ricard Raquel, but he's a very good player. And then you have Henrique and Sulferberg. You're gonna keep those guys. No doubt about it. But then you look at Ryan Getzloff, that's a very expensive contract, eight and a quarter million. Uh David Backus. he's still owed four and a half million next season. I mentioned Danton Heiden. Carter Rowney is another one of those contracts that's going to be highly priced. And Eric Goodbranson. Goodbranson is owed four million next year. That's another fairly expensive contract for the Ducks. So when you think about it, and Corey Perry is still owed six plus million next year on the buyout. That number goes down after next year. So this year might be another one of those retooling, rebuilding years for the Ducks. Twenty they're going to have a bucket load of cap space, and the cap is still, I guess, unsure in 21, 22, because of the pandemic, because of the shortened season. We still don't know when the next season is going to start. And I mentioned this last episode, it is not going to be December 1st. The season will not start December 1st. And this is from multiple sources from both the NHL and the AHL. There's some news on that, but we'll talk about the AHL another day because there are still some developing stories as far as the American Hockey League goes. But as far as Bobby Ryan, there is one team high on his list and that would be going home to Philadelphia. How about that? Uh, Bobby Ryan is from that area. He's from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. He did grow up a Flyers fan. They are a contending team. They're one of those teams that could really use his services later on down the line. So honestly, I hate to say it, but that might be a pretty good fit for Bobby Ryan. They could use someone in the third and fourth line. He doesn't have to be the guy. He could just be one Of those guys that scores 10, 15, 20 goals, and they would be completely fine with that as long as he signed for one and a half, two million dollars. So that's probably high on the list for Bobby Ryan. He's going to want to go to a contender, he's still chasing his first cup because he didn't get called up to the Ducks in time for the 07 Stanley Cup run, he wasn't called up until 2008, therefore, he is still seeking his first cup. So thanks for that question. I know it's a question on a lot of Ducks fans' minds. They want to have Bobby Ryan back. It would be nice. But is it possible? It's not that likely. But again, stranger things have happened. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But let's talk about Built Bar's newest product, Built Go, which is a gelatin pudding type product. Think of it as, I guess, a sort of jello shot, not alcoholic, of course. But a shot of energy that is loaded with everything you need to kick off your day the right way, without having to worry about the the mid-morning or afternoon crash you get with coffee, sugary drinks that have a ton of caffeine. So use this to find your second wind because it gives you the energy to push ahead to the finish. So go ahead, plan that hike, push forward and see what the power of Built Go's energy and protein can help you achieve. It'll help you stay alert and productive, and they're packed with beta-alanine, B3, B6, B12, and only 100 milligrams of caffeine. That is not bad. You can stay alert and productive without feeling jittery or rushed. So get more out of your workout and try Built Go right now. And for a limited time, you can get $15 off any box of BuiltGo now through October 5th. So once again, $15 off any box of Built Go now through October 5th. Try BuiltGo at BuiltBar.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order of BuiltBar and BuiltGo. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land, and try Built Go, now through October 5th. After the first intermission, we're going to open up the mailbag some more. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we are still opening up the mailbag and thank you all once again for sending in your questions. I actually got five questions, but two of them were kind of the same questions. So I, that's kind of one question, obviously talking about Bobby Ryan. I got five questions, two all about Bobby Ryan, and none about the draft. Um, I guess you guys don't want to talk about the draft that much, or you assume that I'm already going to talk about it, so you're not asking any questions about it. So with that said, once again, there will be a show tomorrow, Saturday, with the first part of our little roundtable, and that took place over the week. And then we'll have a bunch of shows next week around the NHL draft. Once again, the Ducks have three top 40 picks. They have two picks in the first round and pick number, I think, 36 in the second round. So something to look forward to this coming week. All right, let's get back to the mailbag. Uh, This is is a hockey-related question, sort of. And I do like this. Actually, I'm going to save that one for later. I'm going to go with the baseball one first. This comes from Hunter Hodes, uh, Locked on Penguins. Hunter asks, do you think the Dodgers can finally do the thing? Oh, Hunter. Um, he knows I'm a big Dodger fan. I I make no qualms about this. Yes, I cover the Ducks. I've also covered the Anaheim Angels. I do like the Angels. Okay. So when I grew up, because the Angels and Dodgers did not play each other, it was somewhat okay to root for the Angels and the Dodgers. I went to both games growing up. I have fond memories at Anaheim Stadium. I have fond memories at Dodger Stadium. I lean more towards Dodger Stadium because that's closer to where I grew up. So with that said, I am more of a Dodger fan. So, of course, he asked. By the way, there's a lot of Dodgers and Ducks fans. You know who you are. There are a lot of you. I hear you. I've heard from you. So let's go Dodgers because the Angels aren't in it. Whatever. Can they do it? They just swept. They were okay. The Milwaukee Brewers, okay, they didn't put up much of a fight. I wanted to say something nice about the Brewers, but I just can't do it because they didn't put up much of a fight at all. It was a sweep, it wasn't close. So the Dodgers took care of the Milwaukee Brewers. They now have to face either the St. Louis Cardinals or the San Diego Padres. Um, I don't know which of those teams are going to be in it, but both of those teams present some difficulty for the Dodgers. With that said, Clayton Kershaw was masterful. Eight innings, 13 strikeouts. He has done better in recent postseason games. No one is going to blame him for the Dodgers losing in 2016. That blame will go on Hugh Darvish. No one's going to blame him for 2017 either. I mean, that goes to Hugh Darvish again. No one's going to blame him for 2018. That blame goes to the Red Sox and their little scandal. No one's going to blame him for... 20. Uh, No one's going to blame Kershaw for anything over the last few years. The reason he's had some of those postseason difficulties... Dates all the way back to fourteen fifteen. Those series against the Cardinals, I should know because I was there. I saw it happen with my own two eyes. Oh, that sucked. With that said, Kershaw's looking better recently. Bueller is looking much better recently. With that one two combo right there, that's going to pay dividends for the Dodgers. And now they have Bruce all becoming the closer. That the Dodgers have been seeking to possibly replace Kenley Jansen because Jansen's cutter has slowed down. His overall velocity has slowed down. It's up to the 80s. So pitching is going to be the only question mark there. The Dodgers do boast one of the best offenses in all of Major League Baseball. Top to bottom, 1 through 9, they're a scary team. So do I think the Dodgers can do the thing? Well, let's see. They have either San Diego or the Cardinals. If they can get past the Padres or Cardinals, I think they can make it all the way to the World Series again because they could beat the Marlins. They could beat the Bra- Oh, the Braves have some excellent pitching. That's going to be tough too. If they see the Marlins in the NLCS, that's going to be no problem. If they see anyone but the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series, then I think the Dodgers have it. They could take on the Yankees. Yeah, they could take on the Yankees. You heard that right here. They can beat the Yankees. They can beat the Astros. They can beat the Athletics. But wouldn't that be just poetic justice if the Dodgers and Astros met in this year's World Series and the Dodgers swept them? So to answer your question, Hunter, yes, I think the Dodgers can finally do the thing. But again, baseball has been such a crapshoot this year. You never know. I got two more questions. I'm going to gloss over this next question because this one just made me shake my head in disbelief, and I'm kind of hating this, even though he's a buddy of mine. This comes to us from DC Lundberg. If they made a movie about an infantile pole hustler, should they title it Baby Shark? Ugh, I hate that song so much. I hate the song Baby Shark, and I'll just say, if they made a movie about an infant pole hustler, It would probably be something in the lines of Baby Talk or something like that. There have been movies where babies talk. Maybe maybe it'll be Look Who's Talking at the Pool or some kind of like Look Who's Talking type title in there because that's happened before. So that's where that can go. Thanks DC for that um, wonderful question. I'm only kidding. And speaking of sharks, the reason I left this one for last is speaking of baby sharks. This one comes to us from locked on, <laughs> locked on count Sharkula, or locked on sharks. And I bet this is a Kyle question. Actually, this could be a JD or a Kyle question. Uh, whichever one of you guys asked this question, let me know because I do love this one. If and this is the reason why I'm recording this on Friday and not Thursday night because I had to think about this. If you could recast anyone in the Mighty Ducks film, who would it be? And who would you replace them with, assuming you can use a time machine to replace a present-day actor to play a child in a 90s movie? This was a good question. This is a fair question. And I'm going to answer this earnestly. I do like the cast for the Mighty Ducks. There are some great cast members on that film. Uh, The original cast, obviously, Emilio Estevez... I love Hans. Hans is great. Josh Jackson as Charlie Conway. You know, having Pacey play him, I thought was a tremendous casting coup de grace. That one was good. I loved Sean Weiss as Goldberg. That one was perfect. Uh, Brandon Adams, Jesse Hall. That one was good. Matt Doherty as Averman. Give Averman credit. He he scores when it counts, and he was always really good in that role. And I even liked Jesse Smollett as Terry Hall. As far as cast members for that first film, I think the first film is fantastic. Even having Danny Tamborelli as Tommy Duncan worked out pretty well. So I don't think there's anyone that I would replace in the first film. With that said, the second film is where it gets a little bit strange for me. Because there are some cast members that I like. There are some that I don't really care for. Coach Orion, I thought, was perfect. Jeffrey Nordling for Ted Orion and D3 was perfect. Uh, Brandon Evans for Jesse Hall was good. This is about the other guys that are on this list the other quote unquote hockey players. Uh, You have Justin Wong as Kenny Wu, Ty O'Neill as Dwayne Robertson. I didn't like the whole cowboy outlook. I got that because you had someone from Texas, you could make the Minnesota North Stars, Dallas Stars jokes in D2 and D3. That I get. But why not replace one of those guys with some actual hockey players? Uh, Luis Mendoza, Mike Vitar, who played the iconic, iconic role of Benny the Jet Rodriguez in the Sandlot was great. Keenan Thompson, brilliant. Then you have Dean Portman played by Aaron Lohr. I liked Portman. You have the suave, good-looking guy who plays hockey very well, the other Batch Brother. I liked the Batch Brothers okay, but if you're going to go someone that is pretty muscular and is fairly good looking, you know who I'd go with, and this is kind of going really off the board here, but Taylor Kitsch. So the only reason I know that he can play hockey, he played down here in LA for the Celebrity All-Star Shootout in the 2017 NHL All-Star Game. So I remember that All-Star Game very well. Taylor Kitsch knows how to skate. He knows how to play. In fact, in fact, he played junior hockey up in Canada. And if you don't know who Taylor Kitsch is, he played Gambit in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Great freaking film, by the way. So I thought Taylor Kitsch was really good in the film. And he's a good hockey player. Instead of having the, I guess, batch brother... Just have another good-looking actor, good-looking child actor, Taylor Kitsch. Go with that. And he actually plays really, really, really good hockey. So that's one person that I would like to see in the film. And guys, don't hate me for saying this. You ready? Why not have Justin Bieber? I mean, he can act. He can skate. He can play hockey. I don't know who he'd replace, but why, why not? Why not have the Biebs in one of those films? He's just that good of a skater and that good of a hockey player compared to some of the other kids. And yeah, Justin Bieber would have been younger at that point. But as the question said, assuming you can use a time machine, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Justin Bieber, when he was younger, he did play hockey. Why not have him in there in the Mighty Ducks films? So those are a couple of ideas as to who I could recast. But, you know, just maybe Portman a little bit and maybe Dwayne Robertson. Just the whole cowboy thing didn't really do it for me too much. So there you go. That's how I'd replace. And with that, we're going to wrap things up and close up the mailbag for this week. So thank you all once again for the questions. I very much appreciate it. I'm I'm liking the mailbag. You know, two weeks in a row, I've gotten some questions. So I think we're going to try to keep this up as long as possible. Well, actually, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the mailbag open at least until next week because next week is the NHL draft. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of free agency movings. So next week, I will have the mailbag open for Friday as well. So get those draft questions in. Get your questions in about who the Ducks are going to draft possibly and who they can move and shake and bake. So there you go. Thank you all once again for listening. And I sincerely thank everyone for listening. And I especially sincerely thank those of you that listened and had a thought or two about Wednesday's opening monologue and opening for Wednesday I very very much appreciate each and every one of you so thank you so much you can hear this podcast on Apple podcast Google podcast Spotify Stitcher Radio or wherever you hear your podcasts follow me personally at stimpyjd on Twitter follow the podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Make sure to rate five stars, comment, and most of all, subscribe if you have not already. I thank you all so much for continuing listening. The numbers are there. You guys are listening. So for those of you that are, thank you so much. And once again, this is brought to you by Built Go. All right. The weekend is here, but we're going to have a show tomorrow that has been previously recorded. So there you go. Enjoy that, folks. Four, Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Enjoy, I guess, baseball and basketball. Lakers are playing tonight. Dodgers are in the division series. So enjoy that, folks. Continue to practice social distancing. Stay safe. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together.